Meet the celebrities on your radio station. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry and ElisaIlana.com. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. From General Hospital to the Grammy for Jesse's Girl to getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame to a best-selling autobiography and a brand new fiction novel, Rick Springfield has proven his creative flexibility and ridden the ups and downs of extraordinary success. He's here to talk music, his new novel, and you can catch Rick June 6th at Mid-America Center with Eddie Money and Little River Band. He's a rock star and he's a best-selling author hanging with Rick Springfield. Welcome to the show, Rick. Hey, that was great. Thanks for being here with us today. Do I get writing credit on that because you used my name? (laughs) Yep. Why not? Some royalties will go your way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, congratulations on being inducted into the Hollywood Walk of Fame that was just here on May 9th. So when you found out, what was your reaction? Uh, I was really thrilled. You know, I, I mean, I came over here from Australia in 1971, and I used to live about two blocks from where the star is now. And okay. uh, I used to walk along the Hollywood Boulevard looking for other Aussies, like uh, Errol Flynn and, you know, people like that. And yeah. um, cool to join them. So now the pavement you pounded has your star on it. Yes, and I can look up ladies' dresses and not get busted. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Perfect. Talk about what the audience can expect from the concert. I have a killer band. We're actually going out on tour this summer with Pat Benatar and uh, doing some cheap trick shows as well. So okay. uh, I'm doing a stripped-down show that's a, a storyteller kind of thing, just so that we can make the band shows a little more uh, a little more rare, you know, just, okay. just tour in, in the summer. So the one that's going to be here is the band show, but you're kind of doing the stripped-down show in conjunction with your new book, right? Uh, yeah. We've been plugging the my first work of fiction, which actually just made the New York Times bestseller list yeah. uh, yesterday. So Congratulations! Now that's magnificent that, yeah. vibrations. So, what inspired the book? Uh, it, it's a lot of things. It starts out with a guy having a cell phone conversation with God. It's something I've always wanted to do, and I, that's where the the story starts. And God is a little uh, has a bit of an attitude and is pretty pissed off that we've uh, messed his beautiful planet up. So, it kind of goes pretty much south from there. It's, it's dark humor, and it's uh, it does have a kind of a message, but it's basically uh, a story of three people finding a very strange book called Magnificent Vibration, and uh, they set out on a path of carnal salvation and uh, hopefully saving the world. Okay, so it's a book within a book, kind of. Yes. Okay. So unlike many celebrities, you didn't use a ghostwriter either for this fiction novel or for your autobiography. No, I wrote it myself and because uh-huh. uh, I love to write. Uh, with the autobiography, nobody knows you like you, so uh-huh. right. I figured I could I could do a better job. You can and tell the story the best. And that was listed in the top 25 greatest rock memoirs of all time by Rolling Stone. Right. And so, uh, you know, my publisher liked my writing style, so she recommended that I uh, write fiction. I actually started out as a kid writing fiction I, before music took over, and I channeled it into, into songwriting. Yeah. But I'm, I've always wanted to get back to it. How is writing songs different from writing a novel for you? Uh, it's a lot shorter. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, telling... it's a three-minute song. It takes a lot less time than a 300-page novel, but it's a similar kind of thing. I mean, uh-huh. it's, it's, you draw on similar life experiences and then expand on them. Uh, I think every character in, in my book has, uh, has a kernel of truth and then takes off depending on... Uh, how involved they get in the story. And it's the same with a song. I mean, you always start with a, a flash of truth and then take it from there. And you've always been known as an honest songwriter. Uh, painfully so. Yeah. So even though the new book is fiction, how much of it do you feel is of you is in there personally? 
There's a lot of things I know. A lot of people that I know make a conglomerations okay. of, uh, yes. uh, of these characters. Okay. Will they recognize themselves, do you think? Uh, no. No. Okay. <laughs> and then your thoughts on God or higher power. Would you say this book kind of encapsulates your thoughts? It does to a degree. I mean, uh, there's a, a point in the book where it says, you know, God is talking to this guy and he, he's saying, I, I watch over you, but I don't control your day-to-day lives. And I think a lot of people believe that. Uh-huh. And I, I just feel that, you know, he says, these celebrities, they get up and thank me every time something wonderful happens. Why would I give that to them and then give a six-year-old child cancer? You know, right. where's, the, where's yes. the balance in that? So, mm-hmm. so I, he kind of addresses it from that perspective. Okay, gotcha. Well, if you're just joining us here on the Mulberry Lane Show, we're talking with Rick Springfield. We're discussing his new book, Magnificent Vibrations, and the music. And he'll be in concert in Council Bluffs on June 6th at the Mac Center. Okay, now you've been plagued by depression throughout your life. So how do you manage that? Uh, I put it into writing. I channel it into creating something with it. So it ends up serving me rather than uh, uh, than trashing me. Sometimes it trashes me, but most creative people I know personally uh, aren't happy, shiny guys or, or women. So... Uh, I think it just comes with the territory. I think it makes you introspective and, and uh, it deepens your colors to a degree. And, and I think if you can turn it around and, and use it as something productive, then it doesn't become quite the burden that it usually is. So you've learned how to use it and turn it around. Um, yeah, I don't know. If, uh, it's just something that I did automatically. And okay. I've seen through the years that it's been a helpful way for me to, to deal with it. It doesn't feel like a, just a giant curse only. It uh-huh. feels like there's an upside to it as well. Uh-huh. Now, on every show, we have a question of the day. And our question of the day today is, what personality trait would you say that you have that you think has most contributed to your success? Persistence. Okay. Hmm. Unquestionably persistent, never giving up. I tell my kids the three most important things are never give up, never give up, and never give up. Okay. Gotcha. And you know, you've reinvented yourself multiple times. Uh, yeah, I think it just comes from never giving up and, and always being hungry and pursuing new, you know, new challenges. I like to challenge myself, and our, our live show is, uh, it's not really a... a a retro show is a lot of uh, new stuff, and it feels like a, a modern show to me. So mm-hmm. I always push myself to do something new and not sit back on uh, on past successes. And is the path always clear to you? What no, to do no, next? Never. Okay. How do you find your next challenge? Um, just comes, you know. I mean, I think just from, from my interests, and, okay. and it's probably been there from the very beginning of time, and I just have to uh, locate it. And recognize it. <laughs> Yeah, recognize it and, and then do something with it. You know, okay. I think the most important thing is that we put our dreams into action and don't just sit on the dreams. Otherwise, they just stay dreams, and you have to you have to make a physical move towards what you want always. And you've always wanted to write a fiction novel, and here it is? Yeah, I have. I started, you know, I used to write stories. The only good grades I ever got in school were mm-hmm. for my essays, so okay. I kind of had that focus from there, I think. Okay. Pretty cool. Well, it's been great talking with you, Rick. This has been an enjoyable chat, and the concert should be great. Full band and all. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Rick. Rick Springfield on the Mulberry Lane Show. Wow, we're already at the end of hour one, and coming up right now, another hour of music and behind-the-scenes interviews. Come along with us as we talk with Gary Peterson of the Guess Who, and we also welcome a new sponsor to the show. Jesse is a friend. Yeah, I know he's been a good friend of mine. 
Lately something's changed, it ain't hard to define Jesse's got himself a girl and I wanna make her mine And she's watching him with those eyes And she's loving with that body, I just know it And he's holding her in his arms late, late at night Play along with the charade 